The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Here's Brandon. Welcome back to Old Space Show. I'm Brandon, and this is my co-captain, Jim. Hello, I'm old and in space. (laughs) This installment of Old Space Show follows our continued episode-by-episode travelogue through the first season of Space... Dot above, dot below, 1999, where the moon is knocked out of orbit, wandering through the far reaches of space, the population of its human-built colony hoping to stumble upon a new home. Today we embark on a four-day journey we're calling the Old Space Show Turkey Day Marathon, and we start with the 10th episode, Alpha Child. It's a green dot. This episode. It's a baby. This episode. It's a toddler. This episode. It's a small child. This episode. It's a Julian Glover. This episode. Oh, it's a baby again. As a reminder, we are going through the episodes in the fan-preferred production order, not the broadcast order as found on streaming services. In this episode, the Alphans' joy turns to horror when the first child born on Alpha matures into a five-year-old in a matter of hours. This is only a prelude to the arrival of formless alien fugitives who plan to inhabit Alpha's population. Directed by Ray Austin, he's returning as a director, and Chris Penfeld, or Penfold, who is a writer again, this is being one of his 14 episodes, but mainly Julian Glover is our guest star in this episode. And if you don't know who Julian Glover is, well, shame on you. Dude. You should. Let's Walter look at this. Donovan and Wendyana Jones in The Last Crusade. General Veers in Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. Christados in For Your Eyes Only. Mm-hmm. Uh, more recently, he played Aragog in uh, Harry Potter. Right. He was a villain in Doctor Who in the very popular City of Death. He was in two different eras of Doctor Who, but in City of Death, which is a very popular story in the Tom Baker years, he was one of the most popular villains. So he's got that. And most importantly, he's now a villain in Space 1999. And Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones, yeah. I mean, legend. (laughs) If you don't know who Julian Glover is, start. Yeah, he was in the Royal Shakespeare Company as well. Yeah, guy's just brilliant. And he's just one of those guys that just wants a part. You know, like, it's a part. Cool, let's do this, and I'll crush it. This episode begins with, like, everybody, like, something's going on. They're all excited about There's something's driving them nuts. Everybody's tense, man. Kano's pacing around. Paul and Koenig are pacing. An alarm sounds. <laughs> but it's a baby being Oh, born. it's a boy. The oh. first birth on Alpha. Delivered by Helena Russell in a plastic 
thing with a hat. Like yeah, I don't know what's up with that. And I kept thinking to myself, what is, is this episode thing going to be like cuts, quick cuts of them changing diapers and oh, <laughs> warming bottles this yeah, episode? It's, it's name was Jackie Crawford, and the father was a guy who died? In the nuclear generating area. Now, let me ask you this. <laughs> you remember Ian McShane got attacked by green light and then became... It died in the nuclear generating area. Yes. Is, this is that the, it? Is this the same character? Continuity? What? I don't know. I'm not I'm not used to continuity Among in this show. Background <laughs> characters? I mean the only <laughs> the only continuity we usually have on this show is that Carter wants to punch it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> it. And Sandra here, she's upset for some reason about the baby. But then in the cold open, the tease. The mother named Sue Crawford, she wakes up in the middle of the night screaming, and we see the toddler is now, like, a baby is now like a toddler. Five-year-old child. And I found this funny. So right after the opening titles, we have, like, a frame where Koenig and Russell have their left arms, like, draped across their waist as if to be getting something out of a holster across their body. And it's just, it's really odd looking. I don't know why they're both doing it they're both not reaching for anything or do it looks kind of like they both look like oh my stomach what did we eat <laughs> if you look at it it's just a really bizarre position and they're just both standing there like that is that like a landau family pose or something that they're diary is like a storm raging inside you <laughs> i just i i was i it caught my eye and it, it was a long shot that was just sitting there i'm like right. why are they Someone move your hand. Somebody move your hand. Maybe it was balancing the frame for the director. Who knows? They begin to the study to find what's causing the aging. There's like a lot of like talking stuff going on. And everybody's like, oh, maybe all of our babies will end up like this. Oh, Car's like, I knew this. Car's like, I knew this wouldn't go normal. I knew it. Okay, Carter. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, his children are going to be mutated anyway. Right. (laughs) Paul talks him down on that, you know? Yeah. And then Sandra says it could be related to Jack Crawford's death. Another reason that made me think that it was referring to that other episode with Ian McShane, right? Right, 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 yeah. Because, was- I mean, that would explain if he, you know, this you know boy was conceived while he was all covered in green glowy stuff mm-hmm. in that episode, then, I mean, that would explain. That's possible. That's, I don't know. Just, it, they were both green and glowy. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Interesting. But plenty of little testing things are done and, like, the aging is normal, kind of like after that, like after he turns five, it's like okay, now he's going regular. That was odd. Plus, he's uh, deaf mute at this point. Yeah, he's deaf mute. Mom hates him. Yeah, mom is freaked out by him. Yeah, and Alan, Koenig, fly, Alan picks him up and flies him around. Right, he's like, "You are going to eagle? I, you're you like an eagle. You And then, big secret revealed: Koenig doesn't like the kid. And the kid doesn't like Koenig. And he doesn't like, yeah. The kid is like, we're wary of Koenig. I just think it's funny that like Paul's like, here, here's how to open the comm lock on the commander's office. Yeah. Oh, here. Yeah. It's like, here, here's our nuclear codes, kid. You know, it's (laughs) like, and then later he's like, yeah, well. If you want to get away with murder on Alpha in the middle of the night, here's our sleeping schedules here. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And he's where we keep the sharp knives. (laughs) And he draws this like interesting vehicle on paper because he spends time with Bergman, and we see this like ship thing he's drawing, and then it happens. We see it at the same perfect time that we've been seeing shots of space in a blinking green light 
that mm. they don't reference or anything. And then all of a sudden we see this picture and the green light comes in. Oh, we finally see it's a it's a ship. We finally see, and it's about 20 minutes into the episode that this happens, that this green dot is finally addressed. Right. Then Alan eh. flies out to take a closer look. And yep. of course, Alan, uh, you know, Paul is like, let's kill it. Yeah, but Koenig, <laughs> Koenig doesn't go with him. No, he doesn't go along with it that time. Yeah, and, and Paul, yeah, both Paul and Carter, they have a talk, and Koenig's like, I want to have like peaceful introduction to them. And both Paul, yeah, Paul and Carter are like, let's shoot them. Yeah. Now, we got to shoot them. Got to get them first. Stupidly, another Helena Russell thing. Like, do you remember the episode with what was her name? Where we couldn't they they said it horribly wrong, but she thought she was married to Carter, and they brought him in when they right, right, right. So she brings Jackie back in front of mommy again, and she like flips out, and the kid's like, <laughs> when he leaves, he smirks. I was like, come on, Helena. Yeah, it was a total like bad seed moment. Right. And so the kid does like freak out Koenig, and he's like, Sh-. Koenig's like, you know what? Nope, shoot the aliens. There's like three ships outside now. He's right, like, right. Shoot them. Three more ships get there, right? You're and right. he tells Alan to take three more eagles out. And then uh, their cameras get knocked out, and Koenig asks him, you know, and then Alan gets stopped by the kid, right? Yes. And then Koenig returns to his office, and he sees Jackie under the stairs. It's like the kid's everywhere. Oh my God. <laughs> And then right. he sees that Alan hasn't left for his mission. And he yells at Alan. And he like kind of snaps this, snaps him out of it or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like well, like he's, the kid seems like he's kind of possessing him. So Cody's like Jackie's an alien. The shooting doesn't work. They just straight green lasers that come out of eagles. And Koenig then has a plan. Like, oh, we're gonna go on the roof or not the roof? <laughs> we're gonna go to the surface of the moon and just shoot our blasters at it. Like, how's yeah. that gonna be better than what was on the? eagle you think they put bigger guns on the eagle than they could carry mm-hmm. but now koenig's going out on the mission now it's mm-hmm. him and carter and kano and paul they're gonna get like decked out and go like shoot rifles at it helena then discovers under the sheets where jackie's sleeping he's transformed into julian glover who goes by the name jarak now i am jarak yes and he says, like, as long as they know him, he will take this form. He makes Helena strangle Dr. Matthias. Yeah, he's got a lot of questions, and he can force people to do things. And, dude, he's 100% headed to the discotheque after this episode. Grabs. He's wearing a, a silver tunic with booty shorts. I'm sorry. I know, but they are booty shorts. They're tiny, oh, tiny. Yeah. The tiniest shorts I could wear, he could wear and still be on TV. And then the little foot booties, too. Yes. Little silver foot booties. He is auditioning for both the Rocky Horror Picture Show and the Apple. He is a lead solid gold dancer. Yes. <laughs> like, this is just okay. <laughs> you know, sure it's something we haven't seen before in like 70s sci fi, but man, when it shows up, yeah, yeah, it takes over. It's always fun. Yeah. So, yeah, she he wants like her to choke Matthias. And then she wants, she fesses up the plan, convinces her to like tell him to call it off. And all she does, so like they're getting ready to fire. And Helena's like, You're right about Jackie. Don't fire in the ships. And he's like, Oh, oh, cancel mission. mission." (laughs) Whoops. Okay. But then he kills his mom. (laughs) And he kills his mom. When they get there, when Koenig and company, those guys get there, the mom comes out and it's like, I am going to accompany Jarak to the discotheque tonight. I yes. now. I have the same am, hair and makeup that fits. 
we go disco dancing tonight. We we do it, yeah. And they uh, take so, everybody down to main to main mission. They're like, okay, this is what's gonna happen, everybody. We're gonna kill you all and take your bodies over. Okay, right, wonderful. So like, everybody, line up to the left here. <laughs> am I right? Like this species is just like basically souls, and right. then they take over a, a human or some other alien, and they like make it what they want to be. So that boy wouldn't have grown up to look like Julian Glover. He just made it look that way. They say the entryway is easier when they either are being born or dying. Right. And so that's why they want to kill everybody else. <laughs> right. So, so they, yeah, they want to take over Alpha. He shows who's boss because someone tries to shoot him and he controls Koenig to stop him from being shot. Right. He shoots, he shoots one of his own security dudes. Right. Right in the arm. And then Jarak starts like suffocating. Like the whole crew is like suffocating he's like the designated will die yes i wrote that too i love that line he kept saying it over and over and the first part it was almost like they were doing an improv exercise it was like okay you will die now now <laughs> everybody start dying you were dying and then he says the designated will die designated. <laughs> he says it over the pa <laughs> i know it's almost like something you'd hear in an airport <laughs> right. the right lane is for loading and unloading the designated will die the left lane is for loading them. Right. <laughs> oh, and then this other this other ship arrives. Oh, it's, like the big lost, it's the big lost. It's the big lost Klingon ver- ship. No, no, no. It's the big oh. lost version of the Discovery from two thousand one. Oh, because sh- it's yeah. really long. It has a circuit, like a, a globe at the one end, and the engines at the other, and it looked like it was made out of like some some TV antenna. <laughs> <laughs> right and oh, some gosh. old resistors it was it was great it was uh, i wrote here it's the food club discovery <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good it fires at the green ones and it blows one up and, and then sue's like they found us and then her and jerk Jar- just like flee and he leaves some bodies in his path when he's heading like right. just a certain room like, then they end up locked room. up in the medical lab again right with the medical like lab, back where with- they were before Dr. Matthias and two nurses. Again, they don't have names. Right. They don't have names. They're like, Dr. Matthias and two nurses. That's what Helena says, too. He's Not Judy yeah. and Bethany. It's right. like two nurses. He's in there with nurse number one and nurse number two as written in the script. Right. And he wants to like negotiate. Right. And he wants, he's like, you know what? We, we just want to be members of Alpha yeah. now. <laughs> oh, God. This is my favorite part. <laughs> he's like, hey, why so mad, bro? I just tried to kill everybody. Come on. Uh, mercy? Come on. You, well, you ever How about a little mercy? mercy space, bro? What do you say? Come on. We be Come friends. On. We be friends. Come on. I just killed some people. You need jobs to fill. You have jobs to fill. He does say that. He does say, though, that all the people they saw on the way there were just stunned and not killed. So oh, that, okay, okay. That was cool of him, but still, you know, not cool, bro. <laughs> the attacking spaceship, it blows up all the other ships, and then it parks over Alpha and does something that harms the two aliens, and then it leaves, and then Koenig shoots his way in the medical. While they're in oh. there, right, the aliens that are that are hunting them, you know, are, oh, they're going to kill us, they're going to kill us, blah, blah, And he goes, unless... And then it cuts out, and then Koenig yells, unless what? Yes, yes. (laughs) And then, like, nothing is ever said about it again. There's no unless. There's no contingency. Nothing. It's just. No unless. No unless. No unless. Unless what? Unless what? (laughs) And he busts his way in there, and then we see Sue and the baby, like, nothing ever happened. Yep. And it's all back to normal. And then at the end, Helen is like, did they give themselves up? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Katie's like, yeah, that's real nice, Alma, but I doubt it. 
<laughs> what is unless? Unless what? Unless what? It was just so weird because, like, it's one of those things where, like, somebody's dying. They go unless, and then you find out later what it is, right? But right. in this, it's like the, it was just this lost plot thread. They didn't. Right, yeah, it's like, like, like unless, okay, unless what? <laughs> like, Nothing. <laughs> like Derek, you forgot to cut that out. <laughs> like, why'd you leave it in the episode? Some editing with that. This one was this was pretty solid. Yeah, you know, it's again, it's a sci-fi trope we've seen, right? But like for trapped Aven- on the ship Aven- and Avengers, uh, Marvel Avengers comic number two hundred, especially reminded me of. First, you get the whole bad seed evil kid trip, mm-hmm. right? And then you get the space uh, space conqueror dude, right? Uh, yeah. Trip. I rather liked Helena in this episode. She was pretty bubbly in it for a lot of it. And yeah. I felt like we got to see the others get to do something after the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. it was, yeah, Julian Glover's great. And, you know, he sells it like he is not like I'm in ridiculous garb. He's like, I'm in amazing garb. And you're, no, he really, this. he really went all in, man. Yeah. I really appreciated that about his performance. Yeah. And then the woman who was like his, uh, his sidekick or whatever was just like, Yep. <laughs> I'm Sue. That's right. What he said. I'm with him. And I'm Sue. Yes. <laughs> yep. Jarrock. Jarrock. Oh, yeah. So You will all be dying. Please ride up to the left. <laughs> the designated will go here. The designated will die. The possessed will go here. Designated, designated will, will die. die. Yes. You all get your turn. <laughs> no oh. pushing, no shoving. Nope. <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for another Moon Buggy Adventure. Till next time, Jim, what is going with you in the wild world of HHWLOD? Well, uh, HHWLOD.com, we're back on the track with the Walking Dead TV podcast covering uh, Fear of the Walking Dead and Walking Dead World Beyond right now on a weekly basis. And also on a weekly basis, so you can catch me on Nothing's On at the Taylor Network Podcast.com or wherever your fine podcasts are sold. All right, and you can find my written work at whysoblue.com, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD. Don't forget, we'll be right back here tomorrow to continue the Turkey Day Marathon of Old Space Show with another installment of Space 1999. That's it for this time, but from Old Space... Moonbase Alpha out. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at thebrandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at thebrandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found. 